This episode of Hop Heroes is brought to you by Magic Mind. Hey, Zach, tell me about your morning routine. Well, Jordan, let me tell you. I, I wake up, I do 50 push-ups, I squat 300 pounds, and then I have a spot of tea. Don't believe any of that. JR. You know, I'm, I get up at 4 in the morning, and I work that out. I sweat out as much as I can, and I have a piece of toast, and that's it. So both of you work out vigorously in the mornings, and you both look like this. <laughs> Jordan, I'm not sure if this. About. I think my sweatshirt is actually uh, hiding what I really look like. If I, I just, if I got more naked, maybe you'd see. <laughs> All right, let's move past that. So, what I'm proposing to you guys is you guys give your lifestyle a bit of a kick. It's called Magic Mind, brewed mm. by Stephen Strange himself in the depths of the Sanctum Sanctorum. <laughs> this is a magical substitute for your regular daily caffeine boost, and it's not actually by Stephen Strange, but that adds to our comic feel it's actually from a silicon valley known creator and he has brought the world's first productivity shot to the main stage so curious what you guys think take a swig Ooh, ooh, yeah it's good no it's really good isn't that good yeah, yeah. like it doesn't hurt at all to go down yeah, it doesn't it's hurt. <laughs> it doesn't hurt me. There's no sharp objects <laughs> no. in the shots. So seems safe. Contains 13 active ingredients, scientifically designed to improve energy, focus, and mood while decreasing stress. All things that combined improve your productivity. So it's basically supposed to get away from that anxiety, caffeine, jittery feel and just give you that natural calming boost. And I've been doing it for three days now, and it's supposed to take you know about 72 hours to kick in fully where you feel the effects of everything inside of it. And I will say it's a lot more calming energy than i've ever experienced from coffee cool i love it so get yours today go to www.magicmind.com slash hop heroes and put in our code hop h2o and get 20 percent off your next subscription it's as easy as that go to www.magicmind.com slash hop heroes and put in our code hop h2o and get ready for your life to change welcome to uh, hop heroes podcast where we talk about nerd culture uh, Jordan and Zach's beard a lot, and where we uh, enjoy the comic book life and alcohol. This week on Hop Heroes. So, first of all, I don't think we gave this segment the right justice. I thought it was going to be Guess That Ending with Sex Icon Sylvester. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Cue the intro music. Guess That what Ending. Alright. <laughs> he hasn't smashed Triss. Not in the show. But in the game he does. In my game, he did. <laughs> Disney is in crisis. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Saw this guy. Every time. Here we go. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host. Jordan Aerith, and with me, as always, we have talented artist and comic enthusiast, J.R. Gonzalez. What up, Jay? What's up, baby? Not much. How you doing? I'm good, man. Yeah. I want to say thank you for your thank you card, because that was amazing. I love your personal note. Oh, of course. Of course. Uh, I'm finding it a thank you card. We only wrote one, and it was for you and Amber. That's how I felt. Yeah. That's how I felt. No, in reality, we're just delaying every card as (laughs) Further, <laughs> further out as possible because it's just fucking miserable. All the thank you cards. Where's my thank you card? Like gratitude is exhausting. <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah. Did it get lost in the mail or? Uh, no, it's probably on the docket. Um, <laughs> it's on the to do <laughs> list. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, you got to give them some. It, it's handwritten by, by by both of them. Like so. Yeah, Melissa like types it out on the laptop what she wants to say for each one, and then, and then, then like it by rethinks hand. it, and then writes it by hand. And then she goes, "All right, it's ready for you." And then I scribble something, and then we're done. But it takes like a day for her to think of one 
thank you card. So <laughs> wow. Is this like alphabetical order? And I don't know her order. Like, she just tells me when to add my little flair, and I and I just throw some love in there. He's so mad that like I got see my list first. and like bump me up on the list. Or so this is our third host <laughs> chiming in. <laughs> the bitter Zach Barlow. What's up, Zach? Oh, what's up, dude? Just uh, you know, I'm feeling unappreciated, but it's cool. Standard. Yep. Yep. How you doing? I'm good, man. This is fun. Recording in the morning. Um, yeah. Breakfast with the heroes. Nine twenty-two a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, and we're gonna hit the golf links later today. Like this is a bro bonding sesh that that I'm here for. Um, yeah, man. Speaking of bros, we got a fourth edition of this ep- this week or this month or this episode or whatever we want to call it. What up, Sylvester? What up, guys? What up? What Big up? Sil- what up? What, what up? up sil- what up? Thanks for the invite. Happy to be here. Special guest Sylvester. Sylvester, I think, still has a, your own podcast or. Is that still going? Yeah, well, my, my co-host had a baby, and you know kind ah, of how that goes. Yeah, yeah we know so, very well. So yeah. we, we're kind of on a pause. We're right. on a, you know, sabbaticals. Yeah. Yeah. But the podcast is called Sleep Easy, and it's uh, hip-hop. Yep. Hip, yep. Hip-hop yep. talk. Hip-hop, hip-hop talk, where hip-hop we uh, talk? listen to albums and then give them a little review, talk about what's... What's yeah. the latest going on in the hip hop music? Yeah. That's pretty much what we do too. And they get like hip hop music too. <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. popular. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if you guys are still doing numbers because you guys took a sabbatical, but you guys were doing like yeah, crazy we were getting some good numbers. numbers. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, I think it was all related to like which artist was. You know, sometimes you were he, just hitting it, hitting the fire when it was hot every time. Exactly. Yeah. So we were just striking while it was hot. Don't yeah. be humble. It has a lot to do with you and your natural charisma <laughs> and your jaw. Line. I mean, I would like to say that I'm Drake's pretty charismatic, but I just let them. I just play the album and people just listen to them. Yeah. yeah on, <laughs> but that's a skill. That's talent. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wish we could be on that, that podcast, and I feel like that that was like when it was peaked. You know, when I was on the podcast, just oh. fucking oh, and you dropping knowledge. I mean. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that was that the beginning was, of the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our audience dipped <laughs> dramatically. Ooh. Turn yeah. that. It was during. Our, we had to rebrand after that. It was, you know. <laughs> and that's a process. It, it really was. Sorry, you had to go through that. Yeah. No, but thanks for hopping on. Uh, I'm excited for you to break down all of the three shows that we had the pleasure of watching. Three shows, by the way. That's yeah. a lot. It's especially when they're like nowadays, like hour long episodes, yeah, yeah. just dragging. Yeah. And like sometimes we'll do a comic and a movie and a show, but three yeah. fucking shows. That was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. I just I feel like you know we got to do what's what's popping at the mm-hmm. time. You know I just didn't know what else. Although Still just said it's what you got to strike when the iron's hot. You know although that that, that movie's coming out today. Actually, I don't know if you've seen that the AI movie. Oh, uh, the creation. About? Oh, the, the one creator with, uh, Denzel son. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that's probably gonna be a topic on our next episode. Yeah. But anyway, I just gotta do the show sometimes. Bro. Got it. Gotta do the homework. You got it. So today we are talking Silo, the Apple TV Plus hit from the novel Wool. Yep. What's that? It's called. Yep. Um, and then we're also gonna talk The Witcher season three. Yep. Correct. Which had no idea there was three seasons until Same. now. Same. <laughs> um, and then uh, Disney Plus's breakthrough, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Go back to the Star Wars universe. I'm calling that a breakthrough. Zach's favorite place. All right. <laughs> There's a little He's preview so of Zach's thoughts. Uh, but before we get into that, let's go into our beverage breakdown for this episode. So we're recording in the morning. Felt mm-hmm. like a morning beer was necessary. But also... We have to honor the founders of the silo. 
Mm. And so we got our beer from Founders nice. Brewing. Oh, now I get it. Nice. I didn't yep. get it at first. waiting for That's it. Right there. Uh, from Grand Rapids, Michigan. So I've had Founders uh, All Day IPA, um, but I've never had this. This is, uh, this is a treat. It's a French Toast Bastard, uh, which I think Zach's been called a couple times in his life. Uh, it's a, van- a vanilla cinnamon maple bourbon barrel aged scotch ale, which is just screaming 9.30 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried it yet? Uh, I have not. <sighs> it's, it smells <laughs> poignant. Oh, man. No, it's pretty good. Well, that'll wake you up. That's sweet. <clears throat> oh, <It> is. <laughs> Zach's face Ugh. says it all. Oh, it tastes like maple syrup. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty much what it tastes That's like. That's a good breakfast. JR likes it. JR's a fan. It's like the life cereal. My, hey, Mikey. Mikey likes it. Hey, I'm yeah. surprised you like I, I feel like it tastes like like heavy. Yeah, it's it like heavy. Maple it's absolutely like, but heavy. No, I don't mean like, I mean, there is that because honestly, it has like a pretty thick consistency. Mm, but like, nice to me, I also taste like alcohol. Like, it feels like it's like, what's the alcohol percentage on this bad boy? Uh, it's not alcoholic. I thought it was just going to be good. <laughs> oh, no. It's 11.1. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm, t- I feel like it's like heavy consistency and also just like start the day off right. Like, kind of, it's, it's a big boy. It's delicious, though. Jr's about to JR's be Liddy on the links. Yeah. I have never golfed with Jr. Nor have I seen him golf, so I'm very excited. You're for this very, experience. very lucky that you haven't. Well, so. we're all three scratch golfers, so you better not embarrass us out there. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a long time. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. It's I brought a lot a of golf balls. <laughs> <laughs> we got some spares. Um, all right, so that's our beverage for the episode. Now let's hop into our first topic and let's talk a little silo. So, Zach, you read the book. I have. And there's how many books out now? I think it's there's two books out okay. and there's one being written. So it's a trilogy. And it's this trilogy. was oh, cool. uh, originally self-published, right? Didn't he post it himself on Amazon or something like that? And then it got it went viral. Yeah. What yeah. Was, what's the author's name? Do you know? I can't give you the author's name off the top of my head. I can Google it, though. <laughs> Howie. <laughs> Howie? Yeah, last name is Howie. God damn, you're such a good special guest. So. I know, it's... Look at him. Wait a minute. <laughs> Zach read the book, doesn't know who wrote it. We, we asked Hugh him, Howie. Hugh, Hugh Howie, yeah. We were like, should we read the book? And, and Zach's like, no, I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> Can't remember what it's about, but there's like this silo and people, <laughs> shit's going people on. There, and it's like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> so uh, one beautiful part of this, this episode is that Sylvester watched the first episode of each series um and that's all and so so break down what season one of silo is about so first of all i don't think we gave this segment the right justice i thought it was gonna be guess that ending with sex icon sylvester <laughs> oh okay <laughs> cue the intro music guess that what ending all right <laughs> all right dude guess the ending guess how, that ending how does silo end so Essentially, Zach gave me two hours notice to watch three hours worth of worth of <laughs> episodes. It's not true. So uh, <laughs> told him about it. How we do it, man? Stay on your toes. Um, yeah. So Silo was actually hella dope to start off. Um, the concept. I felt like the acting was a little bit rough. 
Mm. I thought the acting could have been a little better. Bit better the some specifically of the, that one character, right? You didn't yeah, like the sheriff. sheriff. The sheriff, Holston? I thought, yeah. yeah, Holston. Yeah, I felt like which he is was, like wild to me. I thought I, I thought, thought he did he a good was, job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I was just underwhelmed with them. I it's think it might have been no. I think it was the writing. <laughs> I think it was the writing. Ooh, I think the writing. It's because he's black. Yeah, <laughs> I can see it. Nice. Yikes! Get me out of here. Let's see. Let's. Oh man, David Oyolo. I do. I do think he grows on you as the episodes go. So maybe just seeing the first. So yeah, the first episode i just thought maybe it was poor writing i don't know okay but so so silo i thought was dope it reminded me a lot of fallout the okay. whole concept of fallout being still a, being sci-fi being, yeah sci-fi being in a vault um yeah you know not being told not to go out have you, you guys played have you guys played fallout uh, i played fallout no. vegas and fallout 4 yeah yeah so yeah it's it's very similar to like the vault yeah. like you wake up in a vault and yeah. you're like oh what the fuck was this is there a world can you imagine if there's a game where you just don't leave the vault that'd be awful <laughs> it would be wild yeah <laughs> Okay, so what happens in the end? So at the very end, so my the way that I envision this going out, so homie's wife disappears, right? She go decides to go leave the leave Rashida the, Jones. Yeah, Rashida, oh, Jones. Rashida Jones. Yeah, me too. She leaves the the silo, and then my assumption is homie goes too, right? Which is what we see at the very ending of the, the the whole thing is the the start of him why he went to prison or put himself into that mm -hmm. like, jail cell because he wanted out. Mm -hmm. Don't say those words, man. Don't say those yeah. words. So to be sent to clean Rashida Jones in the end of the first episodes, she says that if she goes out and she cleans, then that means that outside is, is dank, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> that it's pretty dope outside. And so she cleans and then he wants to go and leave. And so my assumption, the way this show, this episode or season, whatever ends, he goes out, and it's not Earth anymore. Ooh, that's that's. Oh, my it's theory. not Earth. It's not Earth. So it's and another planet. It's another planet. Oh shit! Dude. What's that movie where it's like in the ship the entire movie, and then like they finally leave the ship, and they find out that they're underwater on this distant planet, like way in the future. Mm. And there's like the cre like the people on the ship have like essentially like evolved into like these creatures. It's like a sci-fi movie from like the mid two thousands. Not a clue. I want to say it's like Equilibrium, but that's not it. But it's Waterworld. Like no, I wish. <laughs> that's I like nineties. Uh... But a very similar concept, where like to your theory, where they're not actually where they think they are because they've never been out there. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> um, but okay, interesting theory. So Zach, how about you give us a little synopsis of what Silo's about? Because obviously you you have the most knowledge. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, Silo is essentially a. I kind of feel like it's a whodunit, to be honest. Like, I, I feel like the entire driver of the narrative is like trying to get like a little bit more information to understand, like a little bit more of like why they're in this silo, what's going on with like the cleaning aspect, what happens to the people that go outside. Like, there's this like a ton of unknown that it puts you into. And every episode, you get like just a little bit more light little bit more light to like try to figure out what's what's going on it's not like a murder mystery per se but it has like that same shape I mean, at the beginning it is well yeah at the beginning it kind of is a murder mystery and as you go you really just learn um you know the various social and economic and political factions that have developed within this single silo um and a silo for those of you know, listeners who honestly, you should watch a show if you're going to listen to this podcast, but if you haven't, or you don't understand, it's basically this like massive tower underground. Most of it's underground. It's like 380 like, uh, flights, 
what's that stories Mm -hmm. stories down and in the middle of it there's this like massive uh staircase that just goes up and there's no like electricity well very little electricity there's not like elevators or cell phones no mechanical stuff no mechanical stuff and the way that they're living is something happened like their understanding in the moment is like something happened that we can't really talk about and then there at one point there was a rebellion that we can't really talk about and if you say you want to go outside you're f- literally fucked. Like you, they will fucking kill you. <laughs> They'll send you if outside. You say you want to go outside. So it's really like this weird culty kind it's very of very culty. You know, like it's like they don't really know, but they're a lot of them are happy and like they're un, they're not knowing. Um, so we start the show with uh, Holston, who's a sheriff. Uh, as you mentioned, like his wife uh, starts to ask questions. And that's kind of like the beginning of the end for anybody in the silo. Like the best way to like be happy in the silo is to just not try not to worry. Like don't ask questions. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Um, But if you start to ask questions and you start to kind of uncover things, then you start to get, you know, people start to get suspicious of you. And and ultimately she got to a point where she was like, I want to go outside, which, you know, is brutal because, you know, Holston loved her and they were trying to have a kid and it wasn't really working. And she got there because she found this, uh, hacked this hard drive that kind of gave the secrets to the past of what actually was going on. Yeah. Yes. And what was outside. She had like yeah. a job to, to and let look me at ask relics you, she, like, she worked in IT, I think. And yeah. She did work she, in IT, yeah. which is critical. Well, let me ask you, was it Lucas that gave her that hard drive? Was that character's name Lucas? George. George Wilkinson. Okay. Yeah, it was George. It was Jules, okay. like, X. He was the one that okay, found okay, the hard okay, drive. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so um, that's kind of the key concepts. So I, I guess it was fascinating that, like, how you're saying, like, if you ask questions, you know, they don't they don't want you, and that's, like, why they weren't able to have babies, apparently. Yeah, if, you, at least if you're curious, the first, they won't let you reproduce. Yeah, they wouldn't let you reproduce. At least that's what I got from well, the first Well, there's, like, a, first there's like a system it's a lottery to reproduce because you think about it. They're, they're in a finite space with finite resource, super finite. It's a, like literally like, imagine like one massive apartment building and that's like your whole society. And so like <clears throat> in order to have babies, you have to like be selected in the lottery. You have to apply for a lottery. And then if, and then if you're selected, then you get like a pass to like it's have like babies in 20 days. Or yeah. Days and, or and it's like, like a window of time that you get to try and either you get pregnant or you don't. And if you don't, then like your window's up and somebody else gets their gets their window. And they have some brutal birth control. <coughs> yeah, that's uh, just that's wild. Yeah. Process down there. Yeah. And and like they I, he hasn't seen this part, but like do you wanna do you wanna talk about how the birth control works? Yeah, I mean, well it's it's like a IUD, but it's like this little <clears throat> metal thing and, and basically they take it out when you win the lottery, or that's what they want you to think. And the tent is like blocking it so that you can't see what actually is happening down there, but they pull out like the thing like, all right, you're good to go. And they like put in a little cup, like tink. All right, go ahead and get pregnant. And then Rashida Jones finds out they didn't take it out of her. They didn't take it out of her. Right. She basically, there's like this one woman who's a me- member of the, the fire bringers or the, the flame throwers, not the flamethrowers. <laughs> that was my little league baseball team. Uh, no, it's, it's something like that where they're like the, fireflies, the last of We're the about rebellion, like the witch, witch doctor lady. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, she's basically explained to her. Like, they don't want you to reproduce because you're one that's asked questions and you're curious. And so she goes crazy thinking that she's not going to be able to have kids because they don't want her to. And she eventually takes a knife to herself and, and pulls it out, yeah. digs out the actual birth control. They never took out. And yeah. so that's where she's like, which I is when she understands like, this is fucking bullshit. Like yeah. they're like th- on some fuck shit right yeah. now. And then, I she, get that and then she wants out. And that's when right. She, yeah. I think that's all she part of the first the episode. Um, so I did see that. 
I thought was what was fascinating is like they have to turn on the faucet to talk because there's going to be bugs. Like they're like there's areas they're of bugs. They're always watching. They're always watching and listening. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like homies couldn't put an elevator. Well, they don't want you. They don't want an elevator. Yeah. Like, they they also, want control. They also don't want you to know that there's. Like, oh, okay. like, they definitely could. Put yeah. It. Okay. It, it gets so, way worse with I'm, the conspiracy and the technology. Holy systems are illegal. Like, yeah. They don't even let anything you do that. Oh shit. Yeah. It's it gets way worse with like the the control and who you think is in control and who you think isn't con- in control and you have like right. judicial who who everybody yeah. is basically like, the government. Yeah, and then you have the mayor who's kind of like just like the the one person that she's like you know and then mm-hmm. you have the sheriff department and they all there's all these three departments that are like kind of supposed to cohesively work together but for whatever reason judicial is definitely the the eye in the sky big brother kind of thing 1984 obviously we, that's mm-hmm. a good reference and they really take control and and it's funny how they get rid of people it's the one thing that i was comp- i think i was surprised just because it was so obvious i think was the throwing people off the railing <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. i'm like whoa like that's i oh, get they, it but something fell again yeah oh man there's another body <laughs> oh, somebody must have fell right and then they they use an excuse as it's suicide like no they just killed themselves um and it was really fascinating i the one thing i would tell you that i was really concerned about the show was um and i've seen shows like this too is where they go through characters like crazy and yeah. they're not really like alter um i forget it's on netflix but alter carbon alter carbon where it's not the it's the same character but different actors and that shit drives me nuts because mm. it's really hard to fall in love with a story mm. and so when they got rid of rashida jones and they got rid of holston holston um which is funny we can't say his actual actor name um but i was like fuck it's gonna be one of those shows i'm gonna be very disappointed but I'm glad that uh, Rebecca Ferguson came in, and that's the main character, and she was badass throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, she could take out like the guards by herself, like yeah. because she was such a big mechanic. Which mm-hmm. she doesn't show up till episode. Which two. half of mechanic she, school like, is fighting? So, yeah, like the main character, so like the main you didn't even meet. Yet. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. yeah. I noticed that she was like the cover of the show, and I'm like, where is she? Who, she, who is she, she yeah, where is she? At, <laughs> you see her at the end of the first episode, yeah. like you just like she right. like, turns around, and then at the episode ends. No, she's, yeah. she's, she's the main. She's the main person. She becomes sheriff. She's the one. The way they introduce that character, though, like at the end of the first episode, to me is like Loki. I think some people might think it was like cheesy i thought it was fucking epic. no i thought it was great it like was, she's yeah. just like working on something and sweating and you're like oh who is this and then like she turns around and the camera's like looking up and there's like this like i don't know some sort of like mechanical fire behind <laughs> her and she's I just feel- like <laughs> and you're like whoa dude fuck yeah. that, that is a protagonist video. you guys should do that intro video of me for this. <laughs> <laughs> just it. like have a fire table going yeah. behind you <laughs> fire table. i remember i working. remember seeing that scene at the end of episode one and just being like what an what an entrance! Like yeah. I literally was like clocked in as like that is a hell of a character. Yeah, entrance. I was. Holy shit. I was super glad to see that because it was a it was going to be a connecting uh, character throughout each episode. And and for me, I need that like as a person, like I need to see that and have that that storyline there. Jarrah separation anxiety. I absolutely do. I have yeah. that separation yeah. anxiety. I get so. that. And they've done that a couple times. They did that with Holston and Rashida Jones, but they did that with the mayor and then the deputy. Right. Like, and it was like, holy fuck, to these people, and then all of a sudden they're out early. Yeah. And they're like second episode. Yeah. yeah. And it's really disturbing to me. But I was like, it, it, it's a really good show because it, it really reels you in that way. 
And it was like, okay. And it shows you they're not afraid to kill characters. Right. I, you know, I like. Yeah. So it, it was a, it was a great thing. And I, I do, I love Common so much. I didn't realize how big that guy is. Like, he is huge standing compared to the other actors. Like, Could any actor, other actor have played that role besides Common? I don't Common? think so. They should just name that character Common. <laughs> yeah. Dude, honestly, hold, that's a great question. And let me think about it. The Rock? No. No, he wouldn't. He too, been too, he's too kind of cartoony. He's so cheesy. big as cartoony. It's, it is yeah. cartoony, yeah. I didn't, you know, that character is, he was the perfect, I loved it when he got mad and he slapped my the Common, chair. Common is, first of all, a good actor. Yeah. Like a really good actor. Yeah. But second of all, like, I feel like Common is like, literally like in his element when he has to play a character that's pissed yeah because oh, yeah. he gets mad how he gets mad is in a like rom-com? holy fucking <laughs> yeah. shit dude this guy is scary terrifying. when he murks yeah. his, he's like, like screaming and shadow. flexing yeah. and it's like oh god it was instant yeah yeah, yeah. And when he murked his shadow i was like oh this guy's fucking dark yeah and the whole time he's just the janitor's son the janitor's, janitor's son. boy yeah yeah, yeah. Gives him all the powers. So. Didn't see stuff. none of that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So basically, so, they watch you through the mirrors. That's how they see you. That's I think, all the cameras. cameras. So, okay. I think we should... I don't know how much more time we have. We're running I, low. I think we should talk about the end, and then let me talk about the book, and let me talk about difference. Okay. In, okay. If you want to. So in the end, uh, Jules is basically... She, she discovers gets, the truth. Yeah, she gets to the bottom of kind of what the what's on the hard drive, but also who's in... Who's it, responsible for right. everything? All the strings being pulled behind the scenes. Which is who the, ends up being the, the head of IT, which is um, uh, Tim Robbins. Comments. Tim Robbins. Yeah, Tim yeah. Robbins and Commons, like his like shadow. So judicial's actually not in charge. N- no, there's like an underlayer IT's in charge of judicial. Judicial. Yes. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, and it so was, that was definitely surprising. It was a nice there. twist at the end because he seemed like the go-to guy for her, and he was trying to help. Right. Her, it's not like he had was on her yeah, side, and he changed. Yeah. Changed on her. So what? Tim Cook's just running the show then. Uh, App, just Apple CEO the just back there. Just yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's real. It's realistic. And so uh, they basically Common and Tim Robbins are like, all right, uh, you you want to go outside? Is that what you said? When they're yeah, all they alone, she's it. like, I never said that. And then he they basically force her to go outside. Um, but there was one little sneaky thing from the beginning that was a throwback to where she stole the medical heated tape or whatever, and the her walk her like friend down the below she's right. like thought of something because she knew she was going to go outside like well we have better tape down here than they have up there and so they like, shipped up welding tape to the top to put on her suit before she goes outside and that has something to do with what's out there in the atmosphere because it let her live out there longer than anyone else right and i was oh, i was shit. like i was surprised by all that because they really did a good job of basically have this like that video that they've been all trying to see for so long of like how clean it is outside and how how the atmosphere is working because there's birds flying and it's the same reel over and over and she gets out there and like just so Rashida jones and her and the sheriff they all they both take their mat their helmets off and i was confused like wait a minute what's happening so i thought they actually gassed them in their suits first right and so when you i had that theory for a while right and then i thought that that's what that was my first. Yeah. Theory, yeah. So she goes and she figures, this is why I think she's a great character, uh, but she gets and she figures it out with the, the tape and she figures out, wait, there's the fucking birds. And she walk, and so she doesn't take her helmet off. And then like as she's walking up this thing where they all die right at the same time and Bernard was like, oh, just right on time. She falls over. She leans down, which I thought great, was gave the sheriff his, his badge back and then walks over the hill and everybody's like, oh. <gasps> Like she made she it, and made then the, and like everything is in like a 
hologram like the, yeah. the rocks are fake and she's reaching through right them. everything is fake through the helmet yeah. mm-hmm. and so it's not so the helmet air. visor it's like a screen it's a feed from it's a IT. Feed. it's a feed that they that they show yes. people and it really is because like i don't know if you dystopia uh, in the first there. episode when the first moment when like rashida and holston go outside they see like green right right so like it's like this moment where they think like I was right all along. Like, there's a world out here. We can leave like, the silo. They've been lying to us because yeah. they're seeing a screen that's literally like projecting like nature and beauty and all of this shit. And then they take their helmet off. And then I, I had a theory like they're actually not dead. Like I thought that like those bodies Same. I were thought like, that, that I thought was, just it was there. an illusion. Yeah, and, and I thought that there was like a society outside of the silos. That's what my theory was. Yeah, yeah. they're definitely dead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. there. Yeah. See? So, um. When she is walking, Tim Robbins' character, I can't remember his actual name, he's like, she knows. She knows. And he like runs to his little office and like turns off the screen so she sees what's actually out there. Yeah. Why would he do that? Um, Well, I think he was, he's panicking in that moment because what she does is like a huge fucking deal to him, like the biggest deal possible to him. So I think he probably panics and he turns the feed off in hopes of like scaring her to come back or something gotcha. like it's just a panic move like I, I don't know if there's any bigger reason than that okay and so that's where it ends she's walking out she sees the actual dystopian like the world is destroyed and multiple silos and there's silos everywhere everywhere them. yeah so yeah, they're man. not the only that's silo. so that's that was a great because wow. i was also worried how are they going to continue this yeah. It's like, how do you continue this once she's out? Like, that's the end, really, right? Well, there's nothing out there, but then you see the silos and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. there's going to be like, you know, Judge Dredd, where there's, you know, because Judge Dredd also has like silos apartments. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, okay, I, like, I get it now. Like, that's cool. It's going to be like a good series. Yeah. So now roll us through, because obviously you know what happens after that. That's not even like the first book is still going. Like, that's not even the end of the first book. Uh, Yeah. That's like the first quarter of the first really? book. Yeah. Wow. So, how many pages is that book? Uh, I'm on, there's like 86 chapters. I'm on chapter like 82. Holy fuck. So well, they, I have like a couple more they chapters. They stretched but. this out a lot. Like the whole George murder mystery thing wasn't even really a part of the book from what I understand. Like There's a lot in the show that's not actually yeah. in the book. Well, it's I was just, like uh, Commons character, not in the book. Wow. Really? Judicial, not in the book. Wow. All the judicial, not in the book. Wow. The character that gives uh, Juliet the, uh, the hard drive in the, well, actually he's in the book. Never mind. He's in the book. <laughs> the biggest thing is Common's character in Judicial. That's huge. Yeah, that's because he's it, like a main character in the yeah. whole show, and that that he's just straight up not in the book at all. Does it still have this like the the whole corruption and the whole kind of mystery and surprises? Oh so yeah, far? yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely. I dig that. Juliet's like obviously main character in the book. Right. Bernard, huge character. Um, Lucas, huge fucking character. Who's Which, Lucas? In Lucas, show? you've met, but not a big character in the show. So Lucas is the guy. That every once in a while, Juliet would find sitting in the cafeteria at night. Oh, the, oh, the artist, and he wow. would be the stargazer. Yeah. yeah, massive fucking character in the story. Mm. Well, they're building him up to be one because now yeah. he's getting sent to the mines just for like even being associated with her. Right. Yeah. So like he's yeah. Like he told her no too. Like yeah. that was he's like up. yeah he's a huge character. Okay. Interesting. That is interesting. So what happens next? Um, you want me to go you want for me to it? Fucking yeah. Let her rock. Okay, so Juliet, um, you, got, so, you got 60 seconds. I have 60 fucking seconds? <laughs> Go. Get the timer going. Civil War breaks out in the silo because she survived. So, like, that's, like, the big, so Bernard yeah, yeah. has, like, this, Bernard has, like, this, like, 
rule book basically of how to run a silo successfully the pact like the pact yeah. yeah and in the pact there's like an under underlined bolded fucking rule that says nobody can make it over the hill every single silo has the exact same setup has the hill has the camera it's all the same and the rule is nobody can make it over the hill because if you if, if somebody does make it over the hill civil war will break out in the silo there's hope basically which is exactly what happens in the silo because what happens is people watch Juliet go over the hill and then mechanical says what the fuck dude she's still out there we have to get her and they're in the bottom the down deep right which is like you know I don't know in, anyway so they are like, well, fuck the top, the toppers. Like, we're going up there, and we're taking a whole silo over. So that whole war breaks out, and Bernard is, like, leading the top, and then there's, like, a ton of people that are leading the down deep, which we haven't really met yet in the show because it hasn't really gone into, like, a lot of, like, detail around, like, the actual characters that are running the down deep. But anyway, just for lack of conversation, war breaks out. Juliet, so you, like, kind of caught on to, like, what happens Somebody in the down deep and mechanical kind of starts to put it together that the suit that they're giving people is built to like fail. It's not built to succeed in that environment. So they redo it. They put on like actual good tape and like all this shit and it buys her enough time to get over the hill. And then she starts to like fucking stumble and she stumbles into this like massive pile of bodies bodies every fucking where and she's running out of air too like she's not like doing great she's like literally fucking dying like by the second but she's just like trying to find some place to go so she finds another silo and there's bodies everywhere everybody's dead she's climbing over bones and like sludge and heads and all this stuff the door to the silo is open so she like gets into the silo and she's like struggling and she goes down into the silo she closes the door behind her it's dark there's no light it's completely abandoned and she's like trying to just find oxygen the deeper down she goes she finally finds some oxygen she finally finds like a little bit of light and she's in a silo by herself an entire abandoned silo with bodies fucking everywhere what happened was the whole silo the whole everybody tried to eventually evacuate the silo and what we know is like if you do go outside you straight up die like you can people cannot survive out there so she's trying to figure it out and ultimately she runs into the one survivor of the silo who calls himself solo and he's just like this dude who'd like hold up long enough to fucking make it through but he thinks he's like 13 because when it all happened he was 13 he never like aged beyond that so he's a weirdo, but <laughs> Juliet's like trying to get this figured out or whatever. So she's like literally survival mode. Solo's like eat like you know. Solo's just like oh friend like you know. So they're they're kind of like doing their own thing. Meanwhile, the civil war's going on in their home silo, and Juliet's trying to figure out like fuck Bernard nigga. Like how do I excuse my language? How do I go home? Like I'm trying to like cap this boy. Like she's pissed, right? So she's trying to get this figured out. But one thing Juliet can do that like nobody else can do is she's like a master mechanic right yeah. so she's like you know what what if i fucking brought this silo back i'm gonna bring this silo back i'm gonna make my own fucking silo so she's like working with solo to try to like you know it's flooded in the bottom there's like all kinds of problems but she's just working on it like working on different stuff to try to bring the silo back meanwhile she finds a radio and and in the other silo bernard takes lucas as his shadow you're at 40 seconds by the way and so war's going on. Lucas is still in love with Juliet. Juliet and Lucas are start to talk on the radio. They start to be able to connect via radio. Bernard talks to like all the other silos via radio. So it's like this like whole system of control amongst all 51 silos. And Lucas is like pretending to be on Bernard's side, but low key, he's kind of like, 
nah, bro, you're trash. I'm in love with Juliet. I don't really like rock with you like that. But Bernard thinks that he's like the next leader of, of the silo basically. And so like they're t- working together. Juliet's like talking to them. How's that going to work with common in place now? Cause I have no idea. That's dude. Be interesting. I have no idea. Cause common's like a wild card in the show. Yeah. Um, I don't know the, the way it ends, like the, towards the end of the book, what I just found out is that what happened, why people were in the silo it, as a whole is basically nuclear. It feels like it's like a nuclear Holocaust situation because Bernard ends up telling Lucas that like we're in the silo because because Lucas has this question. He's like, well, why? How did we end up in the silo? It's so it's built out. It's this whole system. We've, we've survived for so long. Like how? Why? 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 And Bernard finally like t- puts Lucas on the phone with like his boss basically. And he tells him like we we're in this because we built it and we built it because we knew what was going to happen was going to happen. Like we knew it. And then Lucas was like, well, the only way if we, the only way we knew if it was going to happen is if we did it. And they were like, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. So like, it's like this story about like, I think it's an American culture. I mean, it doesn't necessarily state that, but like a culture that basically says like, look, the resources are finite. The world is going to shit. We're going to nuke the entire world, but we're going to have a backup plan and we're going to have these silos. And that's how we're going to like stay alive. And that's like where we're all at right now. All right. Well done, Zach. 60 seconds on the dot. Thanks, man. That's beautiful. <laughs> Stuck the landing. <laughs> Stuck it. All right. Well, that was Silo. Um, I think that sounds like we're all pretty much besides still big fans. Big fans of season one. Yeah. He bought the book off of yeah. just one episode. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Also, those, those courier's legs must be fucking shredded. I know, you know dude. Those so many steps. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll be right back after this. This episode is brought to you by our friends and family at Action City Comics who have been with us from the very beginning. Love you guys. Uh, they have our picture up on the wall in there from 2000 and whenever. That's how long they've been with us. Forgot about that. Um, yeah. And uh, if anybody wants to know where the, you can look for them on Instagram, Facebook. they got a new Facebook group coming out where you can do auctions, exclusive books. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we love them to death and we appreciate them. So. Federal Way, Washington. Go say hi to my best friend, Doug. Yeah, Doug. Love you, Action City. Oh, which woman? See how she We just might feel good. All right, and we're back. Jesus. We're talking The Witcher, if you couldn't guess. Um... I have I have mixed mixed feelings about The Witcher in general, wait, man. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised by season three. I think um, so. When we decided to do The so Witcher, you, so you went in thinking it was going to be shit. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. I got really you know disinterested. Why is that? Towards the end of season one. Towards the, okay, kind of. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty much collectively understood that season one was shit. And then I, because I, when I went to The Witcher, I never played the games. So let's start there. Yeah. Uh, and when Uncultured. I saw the first few. Thank you. Episodes of season one, it was, you know, just monster slaying, huge creatures and, you know, demons and like this cool stuff. I was like, I want to see more of that. Then it got a little political with Siri entering and everything like that. And I got a little disinterested. Didn't know there was a season two. And then. Did you watch the season two or no? I just did a read read the recap. You just did a recap? Yeah. So I read through the lore and everything. And then season three started watching it. And you know what? The political side got me a little bit. I got a little intrigued. At first it kind of took me a little bit. 
But then I got sucked in. Uh, I thought it was a little Game of Thrones knockoff, but it actually had a pretty good, pretty good story behind it. So I'm interested to hear uh, Sill's opinion on season three because you watched one episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I watched one episode. Coming from, I've, I've for uh, for reference, I've played all the games. I've uh, um, big fan of all the games, masterpieces of games, right? Weird flex. Agreed. Um, and to your point. Um, the game is highly based on demon and monster slaying and, and killing um, beasts and stuff, but it's highly political. Like the yeah, whole, the the whole is game like, is just the, the main story is all politics and you get to pick like political outcomes and stuff like that. In the so game. you can kind of decide which, which route your character goes. Exactly. Yeah. It's really like neutral on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm assuming you're neutral as much as you want to be yeah, in the game. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, you're ultimately forced to pick though. I feel like in the game. Kinda, I, would, yeah. I would imagine you can't yeah. just stay neutral the yeah. whole time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I came from that background, so I I know how the the whole Gerald story ends, I guess, right? But um, from the show, season three, I um, I watched season one. Also, didn't know there was a season two. <laughs> Damn. So this is like <laughs> the same go. path. It's like season one. Shit. All right, I'm out. Yeah, I, I did the same thing. Jesus, yeah. dude. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Uh, so I, I watched episode one of season three. Um, thought that it was uh, it was it was interesting. I you see Radovid for the first time. I thought that was a weird character to play Radovid. Um, yeah. Because in the games he's like some psychopath, like bald guy, and on this he's like you know head and shoulders. Um, model boy. Model boy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really weird. Yeah. Which one's Radaviv? Is that the... He's the, the King of Redania's little brother. Yeah. 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 Um, so I thought that was weird. But if I was to guess how this episode or this season was going to end, I would guess that those elves that they had a fight with, they're going to end up going to war. Those elves are going to get waxed. Um, and then the, the elves that survive are probably going to side with Siri or whatever. They're going to become part of like the white the great white um army or whatever the white, the white flame, flame. White, uh yeah, yeah and you're, so you're fucking right about that and um that's not siding with siri no no no, no, you're, no. you're right about the no, white that, flame yeah, part. That, that was my two options it was either gonna side with siri or they're gonna become part of the white the white frost people the white frost <laughs> and then um the dentine ice and uh that that's kind of how i was saying gerald is gonna end up smashing again both witches it's just a smash fest is tristan, my guess. Yen. tristan yen and just yeah. gonna get you know, <laughs> he hasn't smashed Triss. Not in the show. But in the game, he does. In my game, he did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, good to know. They get they get the uh, uh, the witch uh, silver sword. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, yeah, we all know what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I um, it's funny that you guys both, all three of you, had the same like kind of journey with the witcher i watched season one i was i mean we talked about this on the on the pod right like we we went through this but I, we were all like terribly terribly disappointed in season one for different reasons i was like heartbrokenly disappointed in season one because i'm a huge fan just like you but i didn't give up on it i watched season two and i felt like season two wasn't like a masterpiece but i felt like it was better i honestly felt like it was like getting towards a direction where it was a good show, um, especially for this genre, because I feel like good show for like the fantasy genre now, like that that bar is like kind of high. You know what I mean? Like you can't just be a mid show, but have like magic and sword fights and stuff, because like you're just always going to be compared to Game of Thrones. So I feel like anyway, that's like a tangent. But this season, 
I felt like it was. I felt like it met that bar, which I feel like is relatively high. Like I thought it was a great season, of the, yeah. easily the best season of The Witcher. Um, Geralt was great. Like all the characters were amazing, and I felt like there were like there was like real stakes. And episode six of the season was that the when Art Artuza is that the the battle like with the witches and the elves in the temple and like the. With the mages, the yeah. mages, and then they get sacked by, they get like, uh, uh, Vilgefort, like, lets in the Nilfgaardian army. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. I thought that, that was episode, the finale. I thought that was the finale, too. I was, like, watching it, and I was like, this is very finale. And that was my only, crit- like, real critique. Well, not my only one, but that, I felt like that should have been the finale. I feel like the last two episodes after that were kind of like. What's brutal about it is, like, that episode happens, and you're just, like, on a high, because you're like, holy shit, dude. Like, what's, uh, Tessaia? Bro, when she like summons Artuz's thunder, yeah. and she's just like, <laughs> like going raining on their asses. She's like going down, her hair's yeah. getting white, and she's just like, I will literally die here, but you, you're dying with like that shit was like so fucking epic. And then the very next episode, because I, I thought it was a finale, and I was like, oh shit, next episode, another episode, okay, next episode. It's like an hour of Siri in the desert crying and eating. It's reptiles. like one hour of her in the desert, like having visions and like eating bugs. Yeah, it's like couldn't be f- like a, a wilder, wild choice swing or letdown of like energy and momentum for a season. So I just felt like, damn, that was a fucking miss, dude. Mm-hmm. Like that episode. First of all, do we need that episode? Nope. Like, can that can that whole episode have been like a fifteen minute fucking segment or yep. arc within an episode? Probably. Second of all, if we really need that episode. Bruh, push that shit of a forward. Let this battle of Artuza be the finish of the season. Because even the episode after the the desert episode, it was. I mean, okay, it was like more polit- political shit. Like nothing crazy happened, but that desert episode like killed my vibe. The bro. last two were like weirdly placed at the end. I don't understand yeah. how that's going to be where you close the season out. Like it makes no sense to me. And that battle was epic, like big time epic. Yeah. What's up, Vader? I just feel like if I, I didn't. Let, if I, I didn't get to watch any of that. So um, I'm glad that both Jordan and Zach reenacted that for me perfectly. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah. The, <laughs> told you, you're all, a master storyteller. All special effects were, were conducted on yeah. this episode. Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't. It was a lot. It was a lot of special effects, and there's uh, there's some cool moments in that. I thought that Geralt. I mean, watching him get his ass kicked, that was a first for me. Um, yeah, bro. So Geralt fights like the the big villain that they. Re- it's like a reveal because like you don't really know who the villain is. That until, was like, like the cool part. It's like who's behind it all, kind of yeah. like Silo a little bit. Yeah, it's um, it was Vilga Vilgafort, I think his name is. He's like one of the mages. He's um like the husband of Tessaia, who's like the head of the mages. And he was just using her and 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 Geralt and him have a fight in episode six, the one that we're talking about that was epic, and it's kind of like this showdown between like it's like Luke versus Darth almost. Cause like they've both been like scheming and they've been like kind of working up to this battle. And when he fights dog, he has this like a movable rod. He has this like staff. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, he has this staff that like, he just can disappear and reappear like at any moment. So he's like fighting with Geralt and he's just like, it's just like a sick ass sequence in mm-hmm. my opinion. Cause of like that, little gimmick like he's like swinging with nothing in his hands and then right before the sword hits it's like the staff is there and then he's like blocking with nothing in his hands and then right before the sword the staff is there and it's just this like kind of ninja-esque quick fight and that's one thing about this season which i feel like is this has been like pretty good throughout all three seasons but this season in particular like gerald has a the witcher in general has like a really kind of unique fighting style of sword play it's not like 
classic Game of Thrones knights in armor. Like, Geralt with his sword is very fluid. Like, he's, like, just has this Witcher style. And I feel like this season caught that, like, beautifully with the fight scenes. Like, the sequences were fast and <laughs> fluid, and the camera angles were unique. And I don't know, man. I just thought that that was done really well. I think all the fight scenes were done really well. Yeah. And that one was the cherry on top. I mean... That was so good. Snicklefritz or... Volgamore, whoever the guy's name was. <laughs> Jesus <fought>. Christ. <laughs> so disrespectful. Fought very well. I mean, Nickel Fritz. <laughs> I think it was like Volgawartz or Volgawartz. Vilgefort. Vilgefort. I think it ended with Vigilber. a Z. He, uh, he fought really, like, it was dope. And he actually, like, is it's kind of cool because it is kind of like Darth. Like, don't, he's not just trying to kill him. He's like, come to my side. You know, he's yeah. all trying to, like, lure the Witcher to their side. And so it is very, like, he's kind of toying with him. And you don't see anybody really toy with the Witcher. Yeah. Uh, it, it, he's he, trying to make a point and he doesn't kill Geralt because he, he says I'm going to make you an example for the rest of the continent and Oof. he breaks his leg and then breaks, and his, then back. breaks his back and it reminded me of Bane when yeah, Bane broke Batman's back yeah. I was like holy shit the hero is fucking human what the fuck like he fucking wrecks Geralt yeah. dude like no, it's like bad it's embarrassing yeah. for him and then Siri runs off and then yeah the, the rest of it kind of pissed me off but um yeah, I, I thought it was really well done. Like, the whole dinner party episode was kind of cool where it shows it, and then it shows, like, it again, but what was happening behind the scenes and all the side conversations. Yeah, that was cool. Very detective-ish. And um, funny story, the guy that they thought was the behind it all, Stegabor, whatever the guy's name is. Yeah. Grand Admiral Thrawn and Ahsoka. Same actor. So, oh, what? that's a cool little tie. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. And I thought it was too obvious to be him. And then he comes out in that battle. Like, that I was got this. sick. Was I just... love his line. What does he say? He's like, you weak vermin. Yeah, and then like, he gets like flames. his fire on his hands. This guy, dude, hates elves, man. Yeah. <laughs> hates elves. Jay, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the witches stuff is really hard for me because I, I don't enjoy it at all. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. What the fuck? I, he was being hella quiet in that it. corner. Like, he's like, yeah, bro. This shit sucks, dude. Yeah, um, Yikes. It's just there's so much that I just I, – I really didn't – I it was a struggle for the first season. I obviously skipped the secret season. And when we talked about the witcher, I was like, no, not the witcher. <laughs> Fucking something else, Love please. Love Good this. morning, America, or something, you know. <laughs> good morning, America. Good morning, the morning America. show is actually on yeah. again. That's a good show. Um, but like, I really just needed to. I, I trust you it because it's it's part of what we do. But um, yeah, I just didn't enjoy it. I, I know that um, uh, Henry Cavill isn't going to be there. That's <laughs> normal procedure. Um, isn't going to be there in season four, right? Bro, that's like kind of the big topic like uh, I, we gotta I dive need into to spend that. a lot of time on yeah, that yeah so I mean I'll make that. it quick and I, I think that's that was a, a hard thing for me too knowing that and then just I don't know I'm just not I'm, I I love fantasy I love reading about fantasy I don't do it as much I just I, I just did not fall in love with any of the characters I didn't enjoy I'm still mad about a certain well, some casting choices yeah I just I just you know I mean it's it just it didn't spark what's, with me but what's I the also, bard's name the dandelion in the in the game, it's Dandelion. In this, it's Yaskier. He's Yaskier. such an emo bitch. I love it. He got the eyeliner. I kind of like Yaskier. I like him too, but it's like he looks like Jared Leto from Thirty Seconds to Mars. <laughs> like, so yeah, funny. but I don't know. I think he has like a like Jared Leto for Thirty Seconds to Mars just is cooler. <laughs> Yaskier is like kind of that going. vibe, but like I just feel like he's like 
not cool at all. Right. Like, he's kind of just dorky. No, he is, but he's poles. Dude, poles. Yeah, yeah, he anyways, does pulls. Sorry, Jer. No, anyways, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, my take is, is just that it, it's just, it was unenjoyable for me just, you know, just to kind of get through it. And I, 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 I flew through Bro, Silo. Bro, I'm shook. Kick I'm shook by down. this, dude. I, I flew through Silo. I flew, I, you know, obviously. This is like the best was, season of The Witcher, too, and you're just like ass. I just Straight like, ass. I went in wanting one that to star be my garbage. I, I was turned. I was turned this season. I just, I, yeah, I just, I'm not going to watch the next one. Like, it's just, it's really going to be. Well, good news, we're doing an episode oh, on it. Fuck. Definitely so, doing an episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, next uh, Liam Hemsworth, no, we gotta do an episode. One hundred percent doing an episode sticks, on season have you four of The Witcher. This, the CGI, like to make him, like it just, it. I mean, it. Just, oh, they're using CGI. On well, no, they're uh, to kind of show what he's gonna look like in the oh, next really? season. So really? I'm like, no, I haven't. I oh my god, I'm just like. So let's dive into man, that. But, so this is where the drama's at, and I, I read some reasons why Henry Cavill's no longer on the show. And I've been trying to is he, like, I hear he's do some research, and I can't fucking find anything. So he was always pushing back because they weren't following the story by the books because he's obsessed with like the lore and he's a big gamer fan and yeah. he's a fan of the games yeah. but he's also a fan of the books and his his thing is like Geralt is so much more complex than the show portrays him yeah. like, this, this massive beef man he's not this brute this beef yeah. castle like beef he, he's conscientious and he's like well thought out yeah. and like they don't portray him like that they portray right. him like this fuck stick that just bangs witches and <laughs> I feel Witch like in season up. three though they season gave him season three they like opened him up a little bit in season does. one it was a dis- it was a total disaster it got better. Like season three, it was like the best version of Geralt. So it sounds movie. like they started listening to what he was saying, like yeah. make him more complex, add some more, like the whole Siri thing, and like the it's kind of like uh, the last his of relationship us, with Yen, where his toughness drops. Yeah, to the even women. his relationship with Yaskier. Like I feel like yeah. he really has like a bond with him. Yeah, for sure. And so like, I think they did start evolving that, which is weird that it's out now. But people were saying that he dropped out to be Superman, and then James Gunn cut him from. I don't think that's what happened. I think that he got pushed out because he, he got was pushed pushing out. back He's too much. Probably yeah, which is a huge mistake. If that's the reality of Dude, it. Dude, honestly, yeah. So, like, my... I love to hear that context because I really couldn't find the context. So, like, I just saw, like, creative differences. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, yeah. give me more detail. I just feel like, honestly, it just sucks because at the end of season three, one of my big takeaways was that, like, I don't think anybody else should play Geralt of Rivia. Like, yeah. Henry Cavill is fucking Geralt, dude. Like, mm-hmm. that... I'm, like, all in on him. Yeah. And I just feel like... I don't know, dude. Like Liam Hemsworth, like coming in and trying to like take this character over, I think is going to be a disaster. Might kill the show, dude. Yeah, it's might like, kill the show. I, I the don't show's see how like, it can. It's not like it's like a lock anyway. Like I feel like it's really bumpy. It's honestly. fragile, it's ground. rocky. Yeah, because yeah. like season one was a total disaster. Season two was not really well received either. I think this is the first like well received season of The Witcher, which is crazy because it's like this might be the first time they've actually listened to Liam Hemsworth. Or uh, uh, Henry. Uh, Henry Cavill about like how to portray this character, and I came away from the season just thinking like, bro, this guy is killing this role, like absolutely destroying this role. Yeah, and now he's walking. I'm just like, bro. Liam Hemsworth. It's like the B side of a hit record because Chris Hemsworth is the like. <laughs> like I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just not enjoying. You know, so if I, it was Chris Hemsworth, you'd be interested. I think I would be a little bit more, yeah. Just, I think I think I would be too. But yeah, obviously. Obviously, he fit. That, I mean, he's huge. Too. I think that's just looks wise, right? You guys are just thinking of abs, pecs mostly. Pecs, well, I'm, yeah. I'm, these I, guys I, are actually both butt guys. I I oh, enjoy the V, guy. the V. Actually, I'm a jawline. I like I like gaunt. You know? I, like, <laughs> I like lean. Gaunt. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, Jar's a butt guy. Yeah, Jar's an ass man. <laughs> through and through, through and through, Chris Evans. 
Yeah. yeah that'll never, you'll never live that Big down. Big time Chris Evie. Um, so, yeah, I'm just disappointed, dude. Like, I, I just think that, I don't know. How bad could it have been? Like, I also just want to be like, like, I wish I could, like, know more details around, like, was he, like, being, like, really fucking obnoxious about it? Like, was it disruptive to, like, the system? Like, did they fire him unjustly because he had an opinion? Like... I don't know. I wish I had more context because I really feel like I really feel like him walking is a mistake. I, so, I don't see how the show can be. I think it might kill the show. If it's honestly. not like I don't see it being as good as this season. Regardless. I think if they have one more bad season, and, it's probably going to get canceled. And that's what I'm, like it's not stable enough. And, to and Netflix is that. known for canceling shows oh, prematurely. Yeah, they'll yeah. cut. So they'll cut ties for sure. They might not even make it. Yeah. Yeah. He probably just read the script for season four and was like, "Oh yeah, this is not the direction I want right. to see my character going." And and so, with the writer's strike going too, on, yeah. I mean, yeah. how effect does that mean for, you know, the upcoming shows and how well I mean, I don't think anything's getting made right now. No, that's mm-hmm. why I've been waiting for fucking, feels like forever for Severance season two, yeah. which I was going to say had a lot of ties to Silo, just like the structure of it and right. everything, Apple TV. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we next year is going to be rough on just TV Just pay the damn writers. Yeah. yeah. We need them. Paramount's being a piece yeah. of shit about or it. Or Zach, rise from the ashes. Give the world what it needs. Yeah. Pay them all. Say less, bro. Put your word out there. I just need to quit my job so I have time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish you had a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Got to do it. Got to do it for the world. You know, can I, can I do a quick, like, thing on the writer's strike? You guys want to do that or you guys want to just move on? We got some time. Yeah. Okay. So, quick thing on yeah, the writer's strike. You have 25 seconds. I low-key feel like it got got shorter than last time. Last time I had 60. <laughs> um, I, I low-key feel like what I'm, I'm concerned that what the writers and actors are, are asking for is, like, not possible to give like because essentially like their position is saying these massive streaming companies like apple apple tv and netflix and everything they should like publish their viewers viewership so it's like public knowledge so that basically they can get paid based on how many viewers they're getting just like they used to have like deals on like linear tv so if you were an extra on yes indication if you were an extra on like the wire you would get a check off of the wire as long as the wire was running mm-hmm. and that check was based on views because like that was public knowledge yeah like, so, like it, I love the pay Lucy. was better because of that i love lucy's actually one of the most paid tv shows to ever because of how yeah, many it times ran forever and how many times well, it's been friends on. is up there too well probably yeah, friends getting too. there but yeah. i know i love lucy i, I just yeah. read the vivian vance biography don't hit me uh but uh which is uh, ethel mertz that's what you do with your free time? Dude, I read everything. I mean, everything. And so I read. you I, hate fantasy? No, I, I hate The Witcher. <laughs> don't, don't blacklist me on the podcast. <laughs> I hate The Witcher. Um, but I I, it, I just read that. And uh, I love. And you're absolutely right. Like, that is. Like, they made tons of money just yeah. from the reoccurring playing on every show. So, why right. is that unreasonable? I'll tell you why. Because these companies have never published that information and, and they're public. So, they're publicly traded. And the reason, like, the fear is that people are actually watching their IP a lot less than we think. Like, they're actually getting a lot less viewers on, on a yeah. per title basis. And I've a lot of that probably too. has to do with, like, how fragmented the audience is right now because mm-hmm. every company has, like, a just insane amount of fucking shit you can mm-hmm. choose from. And if they publish that information and that it becomes true to the public, then they're going to go belly up because, like, they're publicly traded. So, like, their stock price is just going to go plummet down because they're like, oh, I thought, you know, 20 20 million people watch Netflix. Turns out 5 million do. And then they're not going to have any money to pay these actors and writers anyway. So I feel like what they're asking for is, like, for them to, like, show their cards. But I think what they know is that their cards aren't good. But they have to keep their cards to their chest because they still want to be 
traded at a certain price, mm. which gives them profit to be able to pay how they do. So you're asking them to like lose money, which then means they can't pay you. So I feel like this circle isn't completing. Like I feel like what they're asking for is actually could lead to them having less opportunity and less chance of being paid. Maybe it breaks down the powerhouses and opens up more opportunity for like independent. I think what it would do, honestly, is it would make it so these IP, these like ma- major streamers would probably have to like focus in on like yeah, purge all the a shit. couple different shows, which which would take us kind of back to cable I know. In, in a lot of ways. Like I that's think how that's cable exciting. Works. I'm sick of the overflow of options. I just feel there's like, for, many, yeah, yeah, but if you're an artist trying to make it right now, it's the best time because there's so many opportunities. Well, all yeah. the artists trying to make it are striking, aren't they? Yeah. But that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's like, I guess what I'm saying is it's like. the best time to strike. Well, I but they're striking because they're not getting paid. I, I guess what I'm saying is like, it's kind of like careful, careful what you wish for. Yeah. It's like, would you rather there be just like a subset of like shows to work on and have less opportunity, but have better pay? Or would you rather have more opportunity to get like out there, figure, figure out your own way, but maybe the pay is not great. Yeah. I, as a viewer, I kind of prefer the second one, but I do love the mask because you get to find these diamonds in the rough. Like, can you imagine if Apple TV wasn't here, we wouldn't be talking about silo or some of these books that are, are, are yeah. getting made. And there's been some great shows that have been like on the fringes. Like one thing that's coming to my mind right now on Netflix is, uh, the last kingdom. Mm. I don't know if you guys ever watched that. I have. I've seen it's the movie. It's not very popular. No, but it's amazing. Yeah. It's so good. And I just feel like there's shit like that, but, I don't know. See, I'm just tired of hearing that every but look time at, I go to work. You haven't seen it? It's so good. It's like, God, there's so much things. Yeah, nobody watches there. the same stuff anymore. I know. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so many options, right? Yes. But yeah. like, even like big hits also wouldn't have probably made it onto like streaming platforms like Squid Game, right? Like, probably would never have gotten to the US, right? Because, I mean, nobody actually predicted that was going to be a huge, as, as big as it was. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's an interesting situation. I, I just think what they're asking for actually they don't want. That's kind of yeah, my. We should my, write my a point. script about it and make a TV Wait, show. So what would what? So the uh, say they do make an agreement, right? What's to stop them from being like, okay, well, if you want to get paid for streams, right? We're gonna post a show for like a month and then pull it, and then that's it, right? Like just post the numbers. Just po- post the numbers, and then they 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 like make a settlement and agreement, right? And then they just like say. The Last Kingdom is only on Netflix for one month and then it's gone, right? To prevent mm. any extra pay on. Yeah, I mean that would hurt their their own revenue though because they want viewers too. Why do like they need it's actual data and why can't they go off like rankings like? Well, because stream, that's where we're at stream, right now. So like th- what basically what they're saying, what the writers and actors are saying is they're saying that Netflix is like just making money hand over fist. Nobody knows how much money they're making. Nobody knows how much subscribers they have and how many mm-hmm. people watch whatever is watching. And they just have these rankings mm-hmm. and then they just give us a paycheck. And like we have these contracts that are shit. And if you're like uh, Chris Hemsworth or, you know, like uh, if you're like the main person in the show, you're getting paid a lot of money. But if you're like a writer or, or like a, you know, costume designer, if you're like just trying to make it. Netflix is basically giving you peanuts and you get like a one time check. Thanks for working on the project. And then that's it. And but it's still on Netflix, and it's still making Netflix money. And there's no visibility into like how successful it is or how unsuccessful it is. And all the power is in Netflix to be able to just be like, yeah, yeah I'll give you, I'm gonna give you this little yeah. crumbs, and you can kick rocks. And as a writer, director, costume designer, like a small fry, you have no idea what your work on that particular show is actually worth. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in previous world in cable, it was super visible. Because, like, it was based on 
views always based based on views if the show was running mm-hmm. it got views based on your views you gotta check but i so I, I get your fear of focusing and losing like the diamonds in the rough but i also feel like if you focus you don't have to focus on three things you can focus on a hundred things instead of a thousand like i i don't jordan's think that, all about he's like dude let's just go back to cable i bro. fucking love cable let's go <laughs> back to <laughs> where everybody watched friends it was the only good thing on tv and i got to talk about it with everybody yeah i was like seven when friends came out uh i think that it needs to go back i do love episodic releases though like when shows are doing that now it's so much better than just Binging a show for fucking ten hours and not retaining it all. Anyways, I, I do think that there is a lot of that's a, that's really great insight into what's going on. And I think that both sides have an argument. I just hope it doesn't take forever to figure it out. Yeah, be- I just think it will. Like I, I like part of my thing is like what you're asking for. They literally cannot do because you actually don't want what they're asking for. So how does like I see no end in that. There might be a middle ground. Probably there probably is. They just have to pay them and. Because right now, from what I understand, like Paramount doesn't even want to discuss increases. Yeah, they, they don't just, want to. They don't, they don't want to publish their numbers. Right, so it's like just, Nobody wants to do that. Like, they literally will not do Just give them that. a freaking raise, you know, give them some money. That's probably the, the And And who cares? Like, don't don't show it and just say, hey, here. I, yeah, don't publish anything and, and just, just give, give them everybody a, bunch a of raise. Money. Yeah, and Throw just, money at it. You know, not everybody's going to be a, make a billion dollars every year, you know, so just enjoy it. Otherwise, we're going to have a couple years without without shows for sure. So. Good thing we have thousands and thousands say, yeah. of There's shows out there ending. already to keep watching. Yeah, we're going to have to start like reading shit for this podcast. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Ooh, oh. Back to comics. All right, pump the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Hello, Hopheads. We just want to take a quick moment to shout out our friends over at Hops Geek News. Hoppy Mommy and Mash have a podcast where they drink beer as well. And turns out they talk about nerd shit. So if you're enjoying this, you'll enjoy them. Uh, you can find them on the Hops News platform, anywhere you can find podcasts. And I uh, think when we went toe to toe to them in the nerd, battle, and they knowledge. did they did technically beat us, but like I kind of have a beef with that because they removed Jr. who's part of our team. <laughs> That's like, true. That's so it's true. like, why would you? Why were? Why are we tying an arm behind our? Like, of course you and me don't know what we're talking yeah, about. So like, it's been a I got a life. beef with that. I feel like we need a rematch, and I think we should have Jr. Yeah. But it wasn't that bad though. It was close, it was closer than we than we thought. It wasn't that bad. That's encouraging. We lost, but <laughs> well, we, we we it was close. This was supposed to be an ad spot for Hawks Geek News, and instead it's just a, a fucking challenge. Challenge. <laughs> a challenge. We're throwing down the gauntlet. <laughs> so we'll Halloween see you back out there. Twenty twenty two. Matter of fact, don't even go fucking listen to this guy. Just, <laughs> just stay right here. No, we love him. Love you guys. Check yeah. him out. Welcome back to guess that ending with your sex icon. Damn, he fucking slid in that bitch. I saw the opportunity. He hit the record button and came right in. I knew he signed me. It just felt right letting you go. Sultry. Stole all the Jordan's thunder. I don't have much thunder, but whatever was left is gone now. It's fine with me. It's kind of fun, though. We can all play guest that inning because Ahsoka's not finished yet. We've got six That's episodes true that. out. True, true that. Uh, and if it's, I don't know if it's a popular opinion, but I, I could give a shit how it ends, personally, um, with what I've been watching out there. But that's my opinion. Um, so, how's it end? So, respectfully, this show was, I watched one episode and it was God awful. <laughs> Out of all respectfully. three, respectfully, respectfully. Uh, I feel I'm, like you were about to come in like hotter than that, and you like made like a mental shift, and you were like God awful. 
Yeah. John Waffles pretty hot. It's, it's, yeah. I, I, I wasn't sure what our viewership age genre is. You know, the brackets right there, so I didn't want to say anything. It's like 21 and a half to basically 22. basically Melissa and my mom. More <laughs> <laughs> <Or> that. <laughs> yeah, so watching this, this was definitely the hardest to watch out of all three. Like, I could have put that on and just walked away and probably guessed the ending on, already off the top. Uh, acting poor. Uh, casting was, you know, meh. But uh, if I had to guess the ending, I could probably guess it right on the money. So Sabine is, uh, I think that's her name, right? Mm-hmm. Sabine. Yeah. She's, Sabine Wren. Yeah, she's the, she's the one she's with the, the Padawan. Yeah, she's um, she's um, her Mandalorian. Padawan. Mandalorian. If I had oh, to guess yeah. it, oh, yeah. she's going to, she, so I've only watched the first episode. She's that, that, uh, badass kind of like she's rebel. A, she's like, she's a bad girl. She's though. like a bad girl. She's, she's baddie. She's so bad. She's, she's um, <laughs> so they like kind of designed her off of Anakin. I feel like where he's like very rebellious and very gifted with the force. Yeah. And so I'm guessing that that's going to be her. She's not very she, gifted with the force. That's her one thing. I'm guessing that she's probably going to end up unlocking it. <laughs> she's going to find it. She's going to find it. <laughs> yeah. And she's just going to be the baddest fucking force wielder of all time. That's, yeah. And just that's fucking good. Yeah. I would say that good. You're on the right path, I think. Yep, and then soon, you know, shit's gonna hit the fan. Um, uh, Asuka's gonna be in danger. Probably gonna be, you know, need some help. And then Sabine's gonna come in and fucking save the day with her fucking ultimate take on probably both the Sith fucking dudes and the girl and just save the day right off into the sunset. Lord Balin and Shin, I think, is the the name of those two. And then Grand Admiral, Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, Thrawn. Thrawn. Uh, so you're. You might not be far off. So essentially what's happened so far is Sabine. First off, I want to preface this was I have not finished Clone Wars. And I feel like you should before you watch this show because there's a lot. Clone Wars and the, re- and, the Rebellion. Yeah. And the, the Rebels. Yeah, the or Rebels. Like, yeah. There's a lot going on that you There's should. a lot of characters that they just expect you to know. Like Ezra. Like I, I know yeah. of Ezra, but I don't know him well enough to understand why yeah. he's so important mm-hmm. to Sabine. And yeah. uh, Obviously, he's incredibly important because that's what Sabine's sacrificing potentially the galaxy's future on is yeah, to find which Ezra. Yeah, totally fucking annoying. Yes, it is. But, that pissed uh, me off more than anything. Um, and she just gives him the fucking map. Yeah. Uh, Ahsoka is essentially following Sabine who gave the map to Balin and what's her name? The witch lady um, to go find Grand Admiral Thrawn in a different galaxy because they have the coordinates in the map. She can get there, though, which is the, probably the coolest part of the show is by the star whales. The star star whales, whales are sick. <laughs> I like the star whales. Those things are awesome. They literally ride in the mouth of a star whale in hyperspeed to get to this galaxy. Star that's, whales. Because that's their migration pattern. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, but they're going to go, and she's going to find the force. She's had like three different times where she's tried to do something, and she can't do it. And then she's going to find it at the end, I'm sure. And oh, yeah. Wreck something. She and did then find. It's going to be like, ooh. Next season, Sabine Wren. Mm. The next show. And and she does find Ezra in episode six, so they like finally connect. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, I hate Sabine. Think it's a she's like this show. Honestly, even Hera, like it's it's given me like just so many Captain Marvel vibes, and it's just this very like side Marvel vibes. Just like the the acting is bad and like cheesy and forced and like it's like just side smirks. She like giggles to themselves and then like lightsaber fa- fights. Like that's all this show is. It's just it's <laughs> side smirks and lightsaber. It's fights. really bad. <laughs> also, like these lightsaber fights. Like how much training do they get? Like it a day like because those... it seems like it, like they just like 
Those yeah. fighting sequences sucked. Yeah, they especially so after bad. watching The Witcher, like those fighting sequences were ass. Yeah. yeah, not even that. Like Revenge of the Sith, where like Obi Wan and Anakin are having their big fight. You know, like that shit was like captivating fight. Yeah. You know, lightsabers just fucking going hand flying everywhere. Yeah. And, on, and on this one, I'm like, yo, like, did you guys just go in the backyard and like swing some fucking sticks and call it a day? Yeah, yeah. I think you only saw. I mean, the one thing I would tell you is it was good to see Hayden Christian get some work. Okay, so let's just put it that he way. He is. He did come back. That was cool. To yeah, see Anakin. Uh, it was cool to see Anakin, and he does wheel his lightsaber like that. Oh, like, okay, cool. I guess uh, against Ahsoka, but. That's like the highlight of the show. He was he was pretty badass. He, he was I, I I hate I hate and love him because it's such a, a character that you want like him to take a different path because you know the end of being Darth Vader. But, but like, I feel like he's gotten a, as like better as an actor by not acting by not acting. <laughs> like by hiatus. Yeah, he's but better now. His lightsaber skills and you're on the point there. Like that that is the most killer. Where we're gonna see lightsaber skills is you uh, and McGregor and the best Hayden people in the world at lightsaber fighting are. The dude that played Anakin and Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. they're dead in this yeah. in this world. So yeah, I would t- I totally agree with that. Yeah, I think that seeing Anakin was a plus. I, I I just this was such a freaking cookie cutter setup where they don't have any humor or wit in any character outside of the droids, and like that's their like fail safe is the droids gonna be quirky everyone else is gonna be serious and fucking focus mm-hmm. on the force and the missions like you gotta have a likable character like even star wars as old as it was had han which was like the likable witty fun mm-hmm. this had none of that yeah, and han if they Chewbacca. want sabine to be that like i think they wanted huge sabine to be miss that. terrible miss like yeah, she, she is wasn't. so unappealing and like the whole god when she's riding the motorcycle that little side smirk it just drives me fucking nuts she thought she was so cool on that i motorcycle. know yeah, dude that scene was oh yeah whack, she was bro. like dude i'm so just whack. the shit like she thought it was i'm gonna like, slide under this to see you watch yeah <laughs> the, there's yeah. the cheesiest shit i ever seen it, it was hard uh, there, the makeup wasn't great either like uh, sometimes ahsoka's makeup uh you know rosario dawson's makeup was just like particularly when they had the light on her face like straight up like you're like oh man like when they took off her her crown and stuff it just like it wasn't the best um, I'm not sure what happened, but like, it's just a lot of that stuff didn't look great. Um, it was good to see Ray Stevenson. Obviously Ray Stevenson died before the show he came out. died. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And they're still looking into how, like, what heart happened? attack or yeah. heart attack, I think. Right. And, he, and he was making a movie. So it was like not the best, you know, situation, but, um, I've always loved Ray Stevenson. He was like, probably people don't know, but he played Punisher. In a movie, he was also great in Dexter. I, I thought he played a great Sith. Like what I liked, he was about, also too. I he thought, was balanced. Like yeah. he was like he knew he had to do, but he also yeah. hated that he had to do it. What I liked yeah. about him as a Sith, though, that I feel like I hadn't seen before, was his just sheer size. Like I feel like for like a Star Wars villain in that black cape with like the red lightsaber, like if you really think about it, like the biggest person is like Darth Vader, right? But like Darth Vader kind of is all suit and like it's kind of like robotic. Did I read but right? He Darth was Vader's just like be seven foot. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's massive. Yeah. Huge. Which Darth Anakin Vader is absolutely was not. Massive. So it was because and you didn't they get that like, sense of scale. I feel Darth like really Vader was with Darth Vader. Foot. He was supposed he's to be, supposed to be a seven footer. Jesus. Like he's supposed to be just this hulking thing. And I feel like you don't really get that sense in like the movies and stuff. Yeah. But with him, I felt like from a Star Wars villain standpoint, he just looked. He's a brute. Yeah, Ray Stevenson was like Massive, six five, dude. and he and holds I was just his like, sword just like so that's stoic. Fucking cool. Like yeah. it's cool to have like somebody that's like scary just by the way they look like without it being like Darth Maul, you know, like it's cool. Just like Jesus, he looks like he can plus his beard was amazing and his hair like, you know, my favorite movie with him is, Oh, you're a beard guy too. Butts and beards, butts and beards, hairy butts and beards. And, uh, I gotta go somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Harry butts and beards. Yeah. Um, but he, his, uh, 
the other he played like the race event. I'm just giving an homage to him because I think that was the highlight of my for the show. For is sure, he was on, on the other guys, and he he used to be the other guys are so good. Yeah, Such and he was good. the agent that always took their oh, shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was Wilfer. him. Yeah, yeah. I, I love him in that. Oh, he was in the King Arthur awesome. show, so I'm, I am going to miss Ray Stevenson. And so I was excited to see him as you know when I saw this, and I was like, yeah, it's going to be amazing. But obviously, there's no continuation of that. And again, that's yeah. what always Star Wars does for me too. Is like I know the ending, and there's no continuation yeah. of something great. You know, Return of the Jedi was something great, but there's no continuation of that. You know, there's no continuation of, of Luke Skywalker. Anakin, like, there's just not all that. Yeah. It just makes me so upset because it's yeah. like uh, uh, hard to watch, and I think that's why a lot of this Star Wars stuff is just turned into ass because they're putting in, they're filling in spots that. But yeah. they've done that well before, like with Rogue One. Even Rogue One is the only one. I wasn't which a huge is the fan director of, it. of that new movie, by the way. Rogue the, One was fucking amazing. You, you fell asleep. Best, yeah, you fell asleep in the theater. So it's I, the I best, didn't. The best thing Star Wars has ever done. <laughs> And uh, that the, was we knew what was attempt, happening. I was you and I went to the bars. That's we'll just say that. Oh, okay. Play yeah. Well, I, it was it was uh, that was such a great. But it's that's like the only one. I mean, after that, they did solo. That was shit. Oh, that's they solo are making absolute. They are making a Lando movie with Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll watch that. I'm I will watch, watch that too. Yeah. I'll watch yeah. that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Is there a lot to say about Ahsoka? I mean, besides that, we're taking... Here's what we should talk about, dude. I, 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 okay. Guess the ending. Disney is in crisis. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Saw this guy. Every time. It is, it is a full crisis, dude. <laughs> Like, it really is. And I'm not just saying it from, like, an audience perspective. Like, Bob Iger has been on record on interviews saying, so Bob Iger, like, started Disney. He, like, oversaw, like, right. uh, Phase 4. Mm -hmm. And, like, like all, he saw, like, uh, acquiring of, of right, uh, LucasArts and, and all of these things. Yeah. Um, the newer movies, like, mm -hmm. Ray and all this stuff. And then he left, right? And when he left, somebody in the executive suite said, we have struck gold. We have struck gold, and forever and ever and ever, all we have to do for the rest of our life is just pump Marvel and Star Wars and shove it down their fucking throats, mm -hmm. and they're going to keep coming, no matter what. And so they all suits, every suit in the room said, here, here, and cheers to it, and they went and did that shit. They did that shit, dude. They made all the shows, all the Star Wars movies. What? Question. Is this the same rant you went on last episode? Or do you have anything exactly the same <laughs> yes. It's the same rant? It is. Okay. It is. Yeah. Is there any I'll new skip. content you have to add to this? No. I just, I just, this is, the only thing is Ahsoka is just a part of it. This yeah. is like, a, this is like. It, it hasn't gotten this better. Is, like because you, they're you still hope? trying to, like, they're still hope? making it. <laughs> but Bob Iger is like wanting bullshit. to change it. Like yeah. he, he has said he wants to scale back. But they already bought Ahsoka. Yeah. They paid for yeah. it. They filmed it. The, you know, it was done. And so they put it out. And, I, you know, they had it. They put it out. And I probably would have done the same thing. But it sucks. It yeah. sucks. It's not good. Yeah. It's part of the problem. Mm -hmm. And hopefully they change it. Hopefully up. they figure it out. But yeah. Ahsoka is definitely part of the problem, in my opinion. It's have not you, a good show. And you, it sucks. Have you finished Clone Wars and Rebels? Have you guys finished that? No, I've only seen no. Clone Wars. I haven't like finished halfway. it, but I know, like, roughly what happened because Toby's a big fan of it and he always talked about it and he's like you gotta watch this and he is a big Ezra fan so I know that Ezra was important in that yeah my thing is I, I watched some of it and Ahsoka was like a little kind of a little shit yeah she was always like she's Padawan still right yeah yeah she was young and she was she kind was, of like a mischievous yeah did like, she grow up to be like as stoic and reserved as 
Rosario Dawson's playing her? I is have that, no clue. Or is that just a character choice? I think it was kind of like a development similar. So the reason, wasn't it, that the Anakin got her as a Padawan is because she resembled a lot of his kind of rebel mindset, right? Yeah. And yes. so I think she, similar to Anakin, they both kind of mature. Mature. And she stepped away from Anakin, right? Right, because, because he was going, he was going yeah, the path. exactly. Right. I think that like made so her that probably, grew up fast, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I just feel like her character's so boring. Yeah, like, I and that, there's actually, a, a, we're going to talk about this in comic book stock, but there's an actual comic book series that follows the Clone Wars as well. And I've read a little bit of that, and it's it's similar where she's just kind of, a little bit rambunctious, you know. Well, I would like that. I wouldn't like it all to be channeled into a terrible character like Sabine Wren. Well, they I'm like sure is her, big in the cult. You're literally w- watching her as a kid to now a forty year old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's like yeah. an adult. She's a Jedi now. She's aged a little bit. But I will say that Ahsoka in Clone Wars, she was savage, bro. Yeah, yeah. she was a monster. Yeah, yeah. she was. Yeah. In the comic book, she she's crazy too. Like her, yeah. her the uh, double white lightsabers, dude. Yeah, those those short yeah. double white lightsabers, so sick. Yeah, dude. and I would tell you the the action in this Ahsoka's show is not great either. Watching, as I don't know if that's Rosario Dawson running away, or, like when she runs, it looks weird to me. I dude. saw that and I was like, yo. Slowest forty time I've ever seen. I was gonna say, and then really? she's gonna go yeah. up against Anakin, and and you know, dude, the posing before they fucking start fighting, like they're like stretching, and he's like getting all down. <laughs> that's how like, I would fight. It's like I'd God, my take twenty minutes to line up, like, work out my quads. That's how I would do it. Just stretch my, already. Uh, get the twist in before I start a major fight. Uh, you don't want to see me at golf then, because I'm like, <laughs> oh, five minute, five minute stretch for every well, hole. Time, I'm gonna need thirty minutes. It's be a six hour game. <laughs> All right, well, let's go through and rank all three. Um, so let's start at the top. Let's start with Silo. I feel like we had probably the highest highest uh, receiving ratings for that. I, I, I give Silo, I'm going to give it an 8.8. I, I think it was pretty solid. I, I thought it could have been maybe a little bit. Like like what I liked about Witcher, even though it was eight episodes, I wish it was six. Um, it wasn't 10, 10 episodes if it didn't have to be. I mm-hmm. think I think Silo didn't have to be 10 episodes. I think some parts were a little drawn out. Um, I didn't love all the characters. I liked them, though. And it, I just kind of knew what was coming in a little bit, but then there was a great twist here and there. So mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Um, I just think it didn't have to be 10 episodes. I think it could have been like eight. And it would have been and they're about an hour each, too. So it can be daunting. And it was a slow process of was, finding out yeah. everything and everything yeah. like that. So that's my rating. So, one so episode. One episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give it an eight two. Eight two. I think that uh, is that an eight point two or an eight as well. Eight point two. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. Um, yeah. So eight point two, mostly because I thought that that uh, I thought the writing, at least in the beginning, was kind of cheesy. Um, I, th- I the beginning that, of the first episode. <laughs> the beginning of the first episode. Uh, so I think that was a little bit cheesy, but uh, I think overall the concept was there. I think that the uh, cinematography was on point there. Cameraman did his job, knew the assignment, it was good. Boom mic guy, boom yeah, mic. Boom right mic well guy. executed. I didn't, I didn't right see spot. any boom mic, so good. That's yeah. good. It's his uh, only job. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it an eight. I, I mean, I enjoyed it quite well. I didn't think it was as slow as maybe you thought, Jordan, but I definitely enjoyed the. Um, you can tell it's quality. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. a quality yeah. making quality. show, and there's some money that Apple went TV's to it. Apple TV's on fire, bro. Yeah, yeah. Give him Star Wars. The, he ain't gonna yeah, cheat on it. Give him Star Wars. Yeah, and uh, I think the creator is Graham Yost, which is the guy who created, who wrote uh, Speed. 
So, he did justified. Oh. Yeah, he did justified. He's done a so, few good things. Yeah, so like the the actions there, the the writings there, and then Rebecca Ferguson. At, I, I love it when the actors are the executive producers because it really shows. I should have made uh, Henry well, Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it really does help the show when they're that way because you know as, as ar- they're artists really, and they have really good input. And I think um, plus I've always I've always enjoyed Amber doesn't like her, but I've always enjoyed enjoyed Rebecca Ferguson. And she plays Juliet. Plays Juliet. Yeah, she was she's in the Mission Impossible movies. You know, she mm. does some other things that are really good. Um, so yeah, I think an eight is 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 perfect for me, and I'm excited for more. I'm excited to read the book too. So. Yeah. I'm gonna wait a little bit just because it's so much, and I have a path right now that I'm on. But yeah, well, the biography. Right? The biography. Of, I love Lucy. Yeah, we're it's not the biography. I love Lucy. It's the biography of Vivian Vance, <laughs> which is Ethel Mertz, which is, by the way, crazy stuff when you read that stuff. By the way, from the I'm 1940s. Sure it's I bet just it's a page wild. turner. Yeah. All right, so um, <laughs> I really feel was. like uh, Silo season one was like a show that one of the first shows I've seen in a while where I was like, what happens next? What happens next? What happens Mm -hmm. next? Like I, I, it like drove me to the next episode, to the next episode, to the next episode. So much so that I like, I knew it was a book. I got the book. I read the book. Like, I feel like I've just, I'm just super interested in the world. What came first, the book or the show? The book. Okay. Um, and yeah, I just, I just feel like it's unique and, and I mean, for you, Oh, for me? The yeah. Show. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I know the book came first. <laughs> oh, I you were just asking generally. He wrote the book first. It was successful. No. You made a show. Uh, Why are you asking dumb questions? I'm in the middle of a fucking rating. I thought you read the book first. All right, go on. Jeez. <laughs> no, I watched the show first, and then I got the book. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so it's a nine for me. It's a oh, nine. nice. I think it's up there with like Ooh. one of the better first seasons i've ever seen and yeah I, I love the world and i'm probably gonna read the whole trilogy of the book yeah i so, got i got it up i know i just want we have an 8.2 we have an 8.8 8, that's an 82 we have an 8 from jr yeah and you gave it a 9 zach i gave it a 9 that gives us an 8.5 all in we're coming in low, boys. Are we really? Ooh, wow. Low, well received, huh? All right. So the critics have it at 88. Mm. And mm, the mm, audience mm. has it. I am the voice of the audience, as they say, at 89. Okay. We're both as close. You gave it an 8. I gave an 8.8. Oh, you gave it an 8.8? Yeah. I thought you gave it an 8, and then he, and then he gave it an 8. No, I gave no, it an no, 8.8. I, I gave it an 8.2. 8. 8. 8. I gave it an 8. Oh. What was the first episode rated, though? That's like what we really want to know. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> That's what we're. But while Zach's looking that up, we got to we got to move on to our second rating. So, Witcher, I'm excited to hear Jr.'s thoughts on this. I give Witcher season three a seven. Um, and that's higher than I anticipated giving it going into it. I just not a big fan. Eight point seven. A seven. Oh Jesus! Fuck. Would you calm down? You'll get your time. <laughs> God, <dude. All> right. <laughs> this I is thought, gonna be so brutal. I thought the whole season was really well executed. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I think JC, bro. I think the actors and actresses were really. Like, it was. We well didn't even casted. talk about Yennefer. I know it was well casted. We already talked about it though on the pod. It was well casted. Everybody, I love their roles. Except it's Tris. Gonna, it's gonna be a. I don't know anything about Tris from the games or the books. Okay, but she was very poorly small. cast. She was poorly. very small role in this. Yeah, yeah, it's um, a disaster. But it, my my biggest critique, like it, it would be an eight, is just that the last two episodes were really unnecessary, or at least placed in the wrong place. Like it should have ended on that final battle. So seven, it is. Episode one. 
<laughs> First 60 minutes. I would give it a 7.5. Seven. Ooh, 7. seven. He's high on it. Ooh, doggy. Higher, they, at least. I thought that it was super slow, so that's why it kind of hits in the seven. But then we do have that battle with the elves where um, Gerald. This is one episode recap. I know. Yeah, goes through that portal. <laughs> Jennifer holds that open. <laughs> this is a great segment. I actually love this. <laughs> you know? We should so, do it every time. It's kind of reminding me like, what happened slow. in the first episode because it's been a while. It starts off slow. There's a lot of sexual tension between um, Yen and Gerald. There always is. There always is. Siri's um, learning her magic, and then there's like a nice battle in there. And. Uh, Carol goes through the teleport, breaks that man's hands, and comes back. That was cool. That was sick. That I do was, remember how that. he kills him is really cool too, dude. Yeah, wish I, wish I could know. Oh my wish god! Wish I saw when Yen like throws the sword. She's like, I'm gonna lay my him. sword down, and she then he like, she like sends it to him, and he's behind him, and just fucking. She sends it. the sword wait, by his head. Wait, like, is this like laying the sword down like sex scene? She's telling no. no. Oh, it's like the the, the mage. So like they're facing off each other, right? Like, and Yen has the sword, and she's like, I don't want, I can't fight fight you with the sword. I'm gonna like I'm gonna give you the sword. She's like throw like kind of sends it towards him, and then it flies by his head, and we don't know, but the camera like turns and Geralt's behind him, and he grabs the sword, and in like one swift motion, just decapitates him. Woo! And it's like the way it happens <laughs> is the sword goes through it, and then it's just like a red line, and then like he's like confused, looking around, looking around, head falls. And they don't even really acknowledge it. They're like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. <laughs> like right yeah. to the next line. It was like, "Holy shit!" That all happened in episode six. Yeah, episode six. It's like they just episode six was like one of the best episodes I've ever seen in the show. And you then, like, just told me to watch episode six instead of episode uh, one. Yeah, we should have, right. dude. You're right. You should go back and watch it. It's amazing. <laughs> all right, Jr., bring us down. All right, you're gonna, gonna take it. He's gonna take us like way out of the realm of being even close. By the way, yeah, go. it's probably gonna. I'm gonna give it a three point nine. Oh my god, dude, that's actually higher than I thought you were gonna give. Yeah, it. I will not. I'm not gonna give it a one. Like, I'm not. You're not giving it a one just because you don't want to be like ridiculed Panther. for like the rest of your life. Yeah, like, I, like I'm not give it a one. You don't want to sign up for that life. Uh, yeah, three point. I just didn't enjoy it at all. I mean, I, I do. I, I mean, I, I get. I love the the action because I love action scenes, but. But still, I just, it's really hard to get into Bro. a show when I skip the second season. And then I know you gotta that. got to read up, man. That's and, what I did. Um, I know that it's going to change the main character. It just bugs me. To I, agree. High hell. I agree with that. But it's not for season four, like just it's on just, season It's three. hard for me to enjoy it. There's been a lot of other seasons when I know like they only have one or two. And then you're like, oh, fuck. And then they know, it. oh, they canceled it. Like, like, fuck, I'm not even going to watch the, the, you know, the, the rest of the season just because they, they cancel stuff. So it's like saying you wouldn't like Arrested Development. It's one of the best shows of all time. Yeah, I've never seen Arrested Development. Oh, man. He won't watch it because it gets canceled. You're yeah, missing is out. there an ending to it? Missing out. Wait, it didn't get canceled. It came back, though. It right? got canceled. They brought it back. They never should have brought it back. <laughs> yeah, and the, the, the thing is, there's, there's no there's no end cap to it, so I'm just not going to enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, I just 3.9. I love I'm, Henry Cavill. I'm, I really do. I love him as Superman, so, but I, I just... I am shook that 3.9 is I didn't like it at all. I don't really feel like 3. That's like a four. You're almost at a four, and you're saying I didn't like it at all. He said all. the action. The action like the was Nobody liked the action. You're, yeah. I loved it. I, don't get me wrong. And you, it was better made. And you like Yennefer. Oh, the boobies part? That was season one. No, I'm just saying Yennefer in general. Oh. I think he's more into Geralt than Yennefer. If I'm yeah. I would, he's, good, he's got a nice butt. Yeah, yeah he probably gives, a, he he gives a better hug. Yeah. You know, he probably gives a better hug <laughs> than Yennefer. 
<laughs> he gives a better. A and I bet you he smells better. You like to be held. I like. A, I just like a hug. Oh my god, he gives a better hug. I bet oh. you're probably right. Yeah. It depends what you're going and for. He probably you want like a tight embrace? Right, no, he probably smells like this, like woodsy. He smells like, like cedar wood. Yeah, oh my I, god! I bet Bro, it smells get, great. What's yeah. funny is that it's literally a plot point how good Yennefer smells. Like lilac and gooseberries. Like yeah. literally, those are lines in the show. Lilac yeah. and gooseberries. Yeah, and in that, the game. Yeah, so yeah. and in the game. Is that like a hard cedar with like a little bit of maybe? <laughs> yeah, it's like literally linen. part of her character makeup. When the person's like writing out like qualities of character, one of them is Yennefer smells good. And you guys are talking about how good Geralt smells right now? I'm assuming he smells good. Yeah. They don't actually, no, they, they talk about how he has a funk. Like, he smells terrible, actually. Yeah. Like, he hasn't bathed in months and shit. But that's probably a good funk. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, I'm okay. off this train. All right, all right. So I'm just saying. I Musk. felt like <laughs> The Witcher Season 3 was the best season that they've ever done. And, um, yeah, man, I, I thought it was good. It was good. Um, it wasn't the best thing I've ever seen, but it was the best season they've done. I thought Henry Cavill was amazing. Um, I'm giving it a 7.7. Wow. Just like Sills episode one. So that puts us at a 66.6. All right. We kind of have an outlier though, right? Yeah. Maybe the audience has an outlier, you know? Maybe they're mad that Henry Cavill is leaving. Oh, my God, dude. Way off, right? Okay, so the critics have it at 78, and we're 66. Mm-hmm. The audience has it at 19. Oof. 19. The dude. audience is with JR? The audience literally Ooh. agrees with JR. Like, this just, shit is he's, trash. He's fixing his collar. Bro, the audience gave it a 1.9. They were harder on it than you were. God damn. They're assholes. Dang. At least I gave a, at least I love some Henry Cavill. They must be pissed about Henry Cavill leaving. Like, Cavill, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. It's a downer, man. It's such a downer. It is, but that's They're nothing to do with this season. That's why, yeah. It's just hard. Like, you want to get lost in the world. You know, you don't, don't tell me these things because you just want to get lost in the world. This is why I have a problem with Star Wars. I know the ending. Like, I don't want to know. I want to get lost. I want to, like, it's like reading a book. I don't skip to the end, you know? I'm reading as the, the thing's going. Don't tell me he's fucking leaving. And then I'm, like, trying to get into the character <laughs> of the B version of Chris Hemworth. Hey, Hemworth. Well, hey. thanks for letting me know all the endings for three shows. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're so welcome. You are welcome. Thanks for coming in. We got to just go- re- Here's the audience. Uh, 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 Review? Uh Recap, synopsis. Yeah. Disrespectful writers and showrunners that hate (laughs) the source material, recipe for disaster, even with a talented and eager cast. That's all Kent Henry. It's like Henry Cavill, bro. Just made a bunch of burners. <laughs> Look at all his burner. Bro, his Twitter figure started to trigger figures. Watch this. The Witcher has now become the Witches. Oh. <laughs> this could have been the next Game of Thrones with not much effort. However, if you allow your showrunner preferred diversity over quality and writers that mock the source material, then the outcome is well known. Let's rejoice Lord of the Rings films were done at the early 2000s. So it's become like a sexist thing. Yeah, yeah that, that was, that was, that was, was a little bit misogynistic. That was yeah. kind of weird. Right there, yeah. 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 Let's, just, let's, just, let's just move past that. Yeah. So, uh, we don't condone that. We're going to rank Ahsoka first. So we oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. Let's yeah. just do a quick quick, okay. quick rank. Fucking Boom. six. Yeah. I like the Star Whales. Uh, Star Whales. <laughs> um, episode one, <laughs> two. Oof. Wow. Ooh. All right. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with a, a 4.5. I love sorts of it, 
but I my main part is literally just Christian Hayden, like the 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 when he fights Ahsoka in the Dream World. I guess that was cool. To yeah. be fair, my two comes from you guys making me only watch the bike scene. The bike scene that was a bad. <laughs> That's a tough yeah. scene to get through. I yeah. didn't like it. I, I think Disney's in in flux. This pl- it sucked. I'm giving it a two point three. Two point three. Two point yeah. three. Oh, it's a pooper. That I know it's at a three point seven. Yeah. Damn, bro. I, what is it? It's, it's super pretty high. high. <laughs> it's, like it's like way eight something. Higher. I was blown away. Is it really? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. The uh, the the critics have it at eighty eight. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, the audience has it at seventy four. Uh, yeah, I saw that because when we mean, watched dude? the first episode, uh, me and Indigo, we watched it together, Yikes. and we were like, "This is terrible." And I was like, Yikes. "I wonder what it got rated." And I think like, we're scorned Jesus. children of the st- of the Force. We've we seen are... too much good Star Wars, and the kids don't know what they're up against. I think Yikes. this this kind of debunks Zach's take, right? Like, if Disney <sighs> they're alive and well, baby, it's pretty well received. If, so yeah, maybe if know. Disney. Puts water, they will come to drink, can't right? That the Witcher got nine. I was expecting like a nineteen for Ahsoka, if anything. That's yeah, that was pretty nuts. bad. Jr., what do you got for us on our reinvigorated edition of Stock Talk? Uh, JR. Yeah, so we're gonna do Star Wars Clone Wars number one, which is the first appearance of Ahsoka in a comic book. And there is some history to this because last year, uh, Action City, we had like four or five of these, and each one of those we sold for three thousand bucks last wow. year. Oh my god! Rated at nine point eight, so it was a graded comic. Um, probably raw was probably like around you know probably like a thousand bucks to fifteen hundred bucks, and so, which is funny how now that the show's out and how much this book is worth now, it literally is under a thousand bucks to get this value book. went down. It went uh, completely down. And I'm not sure if that's just because of the show or the way the industry works right now. But that, that book, if you want to get it, this would probably be the time it was really hard to get the first time around last year. Um, it's been out since 2000 and, uh, do you feel like the value can go back up? It might be able to go back, but it's a first appearance. So it's the, the value of first appearances are way higher no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, you get it graded. You never know. It's a great investment. It could sit there. Ahsoka can, you know, can come back and visit in another movie or something like that. So if you're going to get it, get it now. Cause it, it was literally like, I sold all four of those at $3,000 and people were like chomping at the bits to get them last year. Wow. And, and the book literally dropped when the show came out probably. So it, something happened that probably shouldn't happen there, but because it should have gone up, mm-hmm. not down, but it'll probably come back. I, w- I think it will come back. Just It is a great book. I've read that comic. It's a great comic. It's Star Wars. Star Wars has really, as a comic, has not done great as well either. It's just so much. I mean, it's so much Star Wars comic books. Mm-hmm. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. There's so many times, and Bounty Hunter stuff, it's just ridiculous. And maybe that's probably why mm-hmm. as well. But, yeah, I would say that's a great, it's a great book. If you're going to get it now, get it now. And what we like to do is also talk about characters that might be revealed for the first time in upcoming movies sure. and find their initial ones. So any anything that comes off top of your head in there. I the, know we the Loki show is coming up. So I think yeah. there's some first appearances coming up in there. Nothing significant to where I found that was like, you know, like a ton of money to like in, invest in. Cause you're not going to be able to get the first appearance of Loki. Cause that's literally $14,000 plus right. to get the first appearance. Jesus. Um, so you might, you know, there's some soft characters I think in there, but 
Honestly. What about we got Madam Web coming out next year? We got the Marvels coming up. We got so Craven. I mean, I was not prepared for those since we were gonna probably wait for those. But anyways, uh, Madam Web. Put them on the spot, bro. What are we yeah, doing dude, here? But that's okay. Madam Web um, is part of the the multiverse. She showed up in Amazing Spider-Man t- three two hundred and thirty eight. Kind of off the top of his head. Yeah. Damn. Um, I bought not that prepared. book. For thirty bucks, when it came out, she showed up in the Spider Verse. Um, didn't she show up in the Across the Spider Verse? So her actually jumped up from let's say thirty bucks from last year, or to even two years ago, to about I think it was like two hundred bucks. I think I sold one for two hundred bucks for the store. It's wild. This is like Crazy. stocks. Yeah. yeah, you buy a first appearance, and then if the character gets popular, like in movies and shows, the yeah. value goes up. And it literally is like the comic book field and the industry. It literally goes up and down. Like you have to catch it. So high. You have to. And um, there have been times where I bought stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna sell," and it literally is garbage. Yeah, like yeah. I'm selling them for like a dollar now, you know, just to get it out of my stuff and, yeah. or the store stuff. So. Um, I would say Madam Web is one. Um, well, now it's two hundred, so you kind of missed your window there, maybe. Yeah, you because. It, but maybe it'll go up again if it, Madam Web's coming. The movie's coming out. Yeah, yeah. coming out. Yeah, so and that, it's Sydney and, Sweeney, who's from White Lotus. Yeah, um, she's the like the daughter in the first season. Trying to see if I oh, can. Oh, she's the, the Euphoria daughter? girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, nope. Yep, yep. Is Madam Web young? Must be. She's, she's she is now. That's a young actress. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I've got this uh, great app open right now to kind of look at some of these things that Jordan put me on spot for. Um, hey, you responded well, my friend. I, I try. <laughs> I try. Uh, <laughs> looks like they're going to be some Avenger stuff in there, some first appearances of the of some of them. I'm telling you, some of these people are on here I've never even heard of. Death Hunt 9000, Rhea, Sir Raston. Big Death Hunt fan. Jesus. Uh, first appearance of Kang. Is, there's, so there's a million Kang, so there's like... Uh, which we talked about last time. There's uh, 80 versions of him. So mm-hmm. this is gonna, there's gonna another uh, parents of Kang is gonna be in there. Victor Timely, you know, um, first cameo appearance of uh, oh my god. There's another like group TVNA headquarters. Oh, I have and TVNA is boring as fuck. So um, and then there's Morbius M Morbius, which everybody always gets confused with Morbius. Well, I wonder how that. I wonder how they do that. Just so you know, and that's in a Fantastic Four book. We had that book literally for four bucks. They're saying it's going to be as high as thirty-five, so that might be a good one. It's Morbius a, M. Morbius. Morbius M. Morbius, and that's a different character. It's a different Morbius. character. It's got Fantastic genius. Four three fifty-three. I know we've got some at the store, probably under ten dollars. Fantastic Four three fifty-three. Three fifty-three. There you heard it here. Cool. Buy now, sell later. Yep. All right. Uh, any closing comments before we close out? No. no? Well, Sil, it's good. been a pleasure having yeah, you. Yes, Thanks for thank coming you. through. Yep, yep. yep. Excited Getting to see you on the links. that ass uh, on the golf course. Physically Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And this mentally. was uh, Guess That Ending with Sex Icon. <laughs> Sil. <laughs> and if you uh, would want to hop on Apple or Spotify, like and subscribe five stars send us anything we want to throw out in the episodes and we will do that thank you so much for listening and we'll catch y'all next month peace